0: You with us? Patterson Tax service is where I'm headed, man. I'm going there today. Get my taxes done today. I will. Ha- I will be uh, getting all this behind me. These people will be great. I I enjoy the Patterson Tax Service. Like normally, people don't enjoy taxes. Uh, yesterday, I went and got all my uh, receipts up. Got all my uh, tax documents in there. You know, all this, the interest stuff you have, your investment stuff you have, and your home mortgage stuff you have, and any any of the um, receipts that you had. Um, put all those together, take them, put them on Russell's desk today, and he puts all in this big, magic, huge computer screen as big as my house, and, and they get me going. So love that. Love that idea that uh, that, that I'll have it done. I'll make a contribution to LSEP IRA later today or tomorrow, and it'll be done, and then it'll be out of my hair, and I'll move forward with it. Make your appointment. Do it today to Taxers, Tax service patta P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289, 864-859-8289. Telephone number, Adams & Co. Roofing Text Line, 654-ROAR, 654-7627. Same thing on our phone lines, 654-ROAR, 654-7627, both area code 864s. I feel like I didn't mention 864 because we have – in fact, remember we had our meeting a few weeks ago. I'm fascinated by how many listeners are listening on the app all over the country – in places that we don't even like, Houston, Texas, we talked about that the other day. We got a bunch of listeners there, so we didn't talk enough about those teams. Anyway, um, so 864 through all that. Uh, Zeke and Devin, hang on, I'm coming straight to you. A, a, a quick thought here about uh, coaches. Over under and well, all right, let me tell you the ones I'm considering. Pastor at Georgia Tech, Hamilton at Florida State. I, mean, I don't know if we can say Louisville makes a move or not, but you know Louisville is four and twenty-eight, and I don't I don't think I mean it's just one year, new coaching staff. I'm not sure you can 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 make that move, but I think Louisville at least that's under consideration. We know Mike Bray at Notre Dame is out, so that number is one for sure. Uh, today, Bayheim. Jim Boeheim's 78 years old. Leonard Hamilton's 74 years old. Now, there's thought maybe about Steve Forbes at Wake Forest being a candidate at other places. Um, Pittsburgh's safe, obviously. Boston College is safe. He's not going anywhere. North Carolina's safe. Uh, NC State is a... Uh, so right now is at one. Hamilton at Florida State. Beheim at Syracuse. Pastor at, at Georgia Tech. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe some upper moves or, or, or some other moves elsewhere. Give me an idea in your mind right now. More than one coach coaches last game in the ACC?
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely more. And it's weird to talk about this now because if you would have asked both of us, if you would ask me, I can't speak on behalf of you, if you would have asked me preseason, what are two coaches in the ACC that you think would be technically on the hot seat headed into the year, I would say, oh, Jeff Capel and Kevin Keats. And, and that was the consensus was that this was Capel's last year unless they did something extraordinary. He won coach of the year. Uh, they've been amazing. And Kevin Keats has done the same thing. He saved his job at the Wolfpack. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. Um, I think this is Bayheim's last game at Syracuse. I really do. I think he's going to call it quits after this. I think that there's a good chance that they move on from Kenny Payne. I don't know how you can excuse a 4-28 I mean, season. I don't I, care what he was left. No. like I, A lot of excuses there. But 4-28, 4-28. No, yeah. like They won one conference game. Uh, or two conference games, like, that's legitimately an embarrassment, and uh, that's inexcusable. Bray's done, so we're not counting him in this, I assume. Right. Um, Hubert Davis? No. Uh, I'm not going to say he's on the hot seat, but I think if they have a repeat of last year, or a repeat of this year, next year, I think there's a chance. I mean, Duke and UNC are two jobs that you have so little of a leash, especially after following the legends that they had. It's interesting. I think there's a chance Leonard Hamilton retires and takes his next step. I mean, this year they dealt with so many injuries. You know, do you want to be 75 years old recruiting realistically? I can't imagine that's super fun for him. But as far as Passner goes, I actually think Passner's is going to keep his job because his buyout goes significantly further down next year. And Georgia Tech has actually rallied down the stretch of the season. They went 4-2 over their last six in the regular season. They beat Florida State yesterday, so they are now 5-2 over their last seven. They've kind of dug their way out of the cellar of the conference. They had a bunch of competitive losses this year. They got a win over Miami, who's probably going to win the AC. Well, they won the AC in the regular season, might win the tournament. They took two competitive losses to Pitt. They took a competitive loss to NC State, a one-point loss to Wake Forest. Like, they've been in a lot of these games. And if there's one thing that and – I and I don't like Josh Pastner for what it's worth. Um I'm sure he's a really nice guy, just the way he's behaved in a couple games against Clemson has put me the wrong Plus way. Also more that shield. Yeah, so. the face shield, throwing the <laughs> face shield really that, that was the the moment for me that made me turn on Josh Pastor. But what I do have to say is like, three years ago, they won the ACC tournament, and they made the NCAA tournament that year. He's had some really good teams come through. He put Alvarado in the NBA. Moses Wright won Player of the Year. Michael DeVoe, professional basketball player himself. I mean, Passer's done a really good job with player development, and this year he got thrown to the Wolves. As part of that, his own doing for not recruiting, sure, but do you know how hard it is to recruit for college basketball at Georgia Tech? I mean, you pretty Why? much have, you have to hit on every— I mean, it's an inc- You're in downtown Atlanta. But it's an
0: incredible school. You
1: could throw a net— this inside the perimeter how many people are getting into georgia tech the school has like a six percent acceptance rate
0: yeah but they're not gonna turn down basketball player let, let me tell you why you fired josh pastor all right this is this is the seventh year see if you see if it make any sense here. 21 and 16 the first year 13 and 19 14 and 18 17 and 14 17 and 9 covid year 12 and 20 15 and 17 in the ACC, eight and 10, 6 and 12, 6 and 12, 11 and 9, 11 and six, five and fifteen, and six and fourteen. And his overall record is one oh nine and one thirteen. And his ACC record is fifty one and seventy seven. In seven years, he's made one NCAA tournament. If you think that's good enough for Georgia Tech, he's got to recruit. If you if you think that's okay at Georgia Tech, then fine, keep him for another year. What's the difference in year eight and year seven and six? None. Fire him. He's gone, man. You got to go. If you're Georgia Tech, you got to have higher expectations than one tournament in seven years. And you're going you're gonna to let that guy come back, losing record after seven years. At, if, you, if you're the athletic director at Georgia Tech, you're sending a message to your fans that one tournament in seven years is good enough. And if you want to do that, fine. If you think 109 and 113 is good enough, then you're sending a message to your fans that we accept. 109 and 113. So Nine.
1: let me. So you would fire Josh Pastner if you're the athletic director? Mickey Plyo was hired. as a
0: 100%. I'd have fired him. Uh, well, no, I'd, this would be the first time I'd fire him. I'd fire fired him, yes. He's had seven years. So and me, he has a losing record. He's won 39% of his games in the league. Bob it, Ritchie to Georgia Tech
1: if they fire Josh Pastner? Bob Ritchie would be a
0: great hire at Georgia Tech. Bob Ritchie would recruit at Georgia Tech. Bob Ritchie would be a great hire there. He's won 20 games one time. And he's won, and as is 21, He he's only had a winning record in the league twice in seven years. And he's made one NCAA tournament? Okay, just, just all right, well, that's good enough for us. Yeah, we'll give him another. Easy. What's the difference in year eight, year seven, year six, five, four, three? He's shown you who he is. You you think Josh is going to be better in your next year?
1: What's he built there? I, th- I think their team could be a little bit better, but better, I don't think they're an NCAA
0: tournament next year. Man, look, I grew up in, that, in the in the Thriller Dome days, and the Mark Price and the Bruce Dow Ripples and, and seeing these teams, that, that, Georgia Tech went to the Final Four, man. So you're saying the standard needs to be higher? Of course it does. Man, i watched I watched Georgia Tech make the Final Four in 90 and 2004. Make the NCAA Championship Tournament in 2004. Now you go, we won't make one tournament in seven years, and that's okay at Georgia Tech? Downtown Atlanta? You, you you grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. You, you, just, you just recruit just inside the perimeter, man. That's all you got to do. You you don't you don't even ITP. recruit a different area code. Yeah. And you could win in Atlanta. I don't know, man. I, you know, it's all depending on, on what you expect. Anyway, uh, Zeke is up next. Zeke, thanks for hanging on. Six five four. World, thanks for hanging on, man. How you doing? What's well,
2: up, brother? Real quick, Mickey. You know, you made a comment the other day. Said fans were always. Justify things by spending things for themselves and their team. We all do it. Yep. We yeah, you're not talked about that. So I'm going to, all right, I'm going to try to sell you on something. You ready? All right. I'm going to sell you with facts of why Clemson is not on the bubble right now. They're not not close to being right there. And why Clemson won't make the tournament unless they get the finals. You ready? Yes. Here's the facts I'm going to give you. Number one is they won 14 conference games. Nine of those against the worst five teams in the history of the ACC. They have four double-digit losses in the ACC to number 7, 8, 10, and 15. They have a double-digit loss to one of the worst teams in the history of college basketball. Their best in-conference win is to the 4 seed team at home who played without their starting point guard. Their best out-of-conference win is to Penn State in double overtime at home. They have a terrible out-of-conference schedule. They have no great wins, a ton of bad losses, and their record is inflated. Because, again, nine of those 14 wins, they didn't beat the first-place team. They didn't beat the second-place team. And they had double-digit losses to number 7, 8, 10, and 14. How is that a conference tournament win? Because the only thing I hear is we're in third place. Uh, where we've got 14 conference wins. Well, Mickey, you can't stand on that in a bad conference and when you beat up on the bottom part of the conference. It's like saying North Carolina football was great yesterday, year. No, they weren't. They were in a terrible division, and they were the best of the terrible division. That did not make North Carolina a good football team. Did not make the Coastal good. Same thing with basketball. You have fat, bad losses, double-digit bad losses, and you really don't have good wins to hang your hat on. So I'm going to hang up and get your thoughts, on one quick thing to your partner on Schubert Davis. Schubert Davis didn't even warm as a donor, and I'm going to tell you why. He retired Mike Krzyzewski twice. He retired him in his home arena, and he retired him in the Final Four. He's got two five-star recruits coming in. He's got the number one class coming in in two years, five five five-stars that are juniors. Hubert Davis is fine for two more years. He'll get to coach his own players. They'll let Davis, Love, all those guys that retired Roy Williams move on. And in four years, he will be judged as a coach when there are all his players. But you don't even think about firing a coach who's loading up with five-star recruits to come in. Let that man coach his players, because... As far as I'm concerned, Mickey, those guys retired Roy Williams. Those guys don't seem to be real coachable. I don't think he's an idiot. Uh, And I give him credit for Brady Manning in the portal. And so I'll let this man get his own players. just like football coaches. Let them get their own players. Well, again, let him have two more classes when it's all his players, all his talent. In year four, that'll give him five years of coaching. Then we're going to see with the talent he wants, the team he wants. He's recruiting higher-level players better, in my opinion, basketball IQ players, and recruiting better scores, better athletes. So I'm going to give him time on that. And plus, again, he retired Mike Krzyzewski in the Final Four, seed him home with the loss. He gets a lot of grace in our books for that. But, Mickey, I think Carolina, if they went out, I think North Carolina and Clemson, if they play that game, that could be for that season. I know a lot of Clemson fans say, well, Carolina higher in the 40s than we're in the 60s. It's real simple. North Carolina's out-of-conference schedule included Alabama, Iowa State, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio State. That strength of schedule, and they played Duke twice, Virginia twice, Pittsburgh twice. So that strength of schedule is what's tearing them. Uh, their lack of few uh, one wins well, is what's hurting them,
0: Mickey. <laughs> yeah, let me say this, Zeke. The reason that North Carolina is on the bubble is that you, you pitch, Pittsburgh beats you twice, and, and Duke beats you yep. twice. And – you know, the yep. talk of, of out-of-conference schedule, well, yeah, you played Alabama, but Alabama beat you, and Indiana beat you, and Iowa yep. State beat you. Yep. So, that, you know, yep. what, what Clemson did, and I'm going to let, no, let, let Faxon argue against you here, and I appreciate the phone call, Zeke. Um, he, he said that Clemson only, you know, didn't beat Miami and Virginia at the top of the league. Well, they beat Duke, and North Carolina didn't do that, and they beat Pittsburgh, and North Carolina lost twice to Pittsburgh. So, in your arguments for Clemson then, you heard his arguments against, and most of those are decent points. Your arguments, give me your three strongest arguments for Clemson facts.
1: Well, I will say first that I agree with him about Hubert, and I don't think Hubert should be on the hot seat. I'm just saying, based off of you know how reactionary fan bases are, and people, I've seen it all (coughs) over Twitter, (laughs) but I do agree with his take there. My arguments for Clemson. Give me three. Three arguments for Clemson. Number one would be conference record and I know that Zeke said, you it's know. Good point. That Clemson has
0: Clemson fourteen and six. North Carolina's eleven yeah. and nine. And I know that he said, well,
1: nine of those are against the that you know what, you play who's on your schedule. Clemson can't control it's who so they're that. playing in their in their conference it's schedule. a very good point. And also point number two would be and Brad Brown else said it, it's not as easy to schedule a hard non conference schedule as just calling teams up on the phone. Teams wanna have to play you. You can make an effort to schedule a hard non-conference schedule and just not have the chips fall into the correct places. And also, point number three I will make, why are we judging losses more than we're judging wins? Very it, good point. It feels like Very good all point. the net rating is about is, well, we have this strength of schedule because our losses are really, yeah, really good. guess what?
0: Good. Clemson could have lost to Alabama and, and Indiana too if they had just played them. But they would have lost to them. They right? would have lost, yeah. Right, so... it. There is no, there is nothing great about losing. No, to a good team, you lost. It feels if like we're hyper analyzing these losses, and we're like, "Oh, well, these well, are great losses." Well, There's no such thing as a great loss. You're losing the game. No, but to the point of like, you're sure the schedule in a loss, that doesn't matter. Like, uh, you finish second in a basketball game, <laughs> you don't get credit for finishing second in a basketball game. With that said, what Clemson's losses that that I would argue on the other side of it is that. You shouldn't lose to South Carolina or to, to Chicago. And we've gone over that ad nauseum. But no, you don't. North Carolina, you get credit on paper for losing to Alabama and Indiana, losing to Iowa State, but those are all losses. And, and this like, is a, how do you get credit for losing?
1: Texter, I know we got to go to break, but Texter 923 brings up a great point, and I'll segue that into another point. He says, My question is if Clemson and NC State play in the tournament and Clemson wins, how on earth can the committee then put state in and leave Clemson out when Clemson would have three wins over state? Bingo. Fantastic point, and they're going to say it's because, well, you know, NC State finished lower in the conference than Clemson and had two less losses, and they don't have as good of an overall record as Clemson either, but they have better losses, even though they, that Clemson's beat them three times ahead. We're making this too NC State, complicated. NC
0: State's We're- argument against Clemson is that they went 15-0 and in quad three and quad four, and Clemson lost four
1: bad losses. Clemson would be three and zero head to head against NC State if they if sure, NC State and that's were to Clemson's
0: win. argument against NC State, and 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 now NC State's argument um, of their loss they did lose to Kansas, boy Kansas destroyed the ACC this year, but but
1: Clemson is four and three Furman. in quad one, and right. NC State is two and six in quad yeah, one. Yeah, the
0: argument for Clemson is quads one and two. The argument for NC State is quads three and four.
1: I just don't think that Clemson should be, should be getting penalized as much as they are for losing to Loyola Chicago and South Carolina in two of the first five games of the season. The Louisville loss is inexcusable. I have no excuse for that. But the Loyola loss in the South Carolina, this is a completely different team. P.J. Hall barely played against South Carolina and was still phasing his way back into the rotation. It was two of the first five games of the season.
0: No, that, that's a whole argument that I totally agree with 100%. That uh, and, and, and we asked Brunello this on the, on the show. Like, How in the world... Should we hold teams? We started playing basketball in November, and now we're judging teams on what you did. Like, that's equal to January and February. Yeah. and it, it, We started playing the first week of November. Teams change, man. Like, if I want to get the 68, not 68, best. If I want to get the 38 best, non, I mean, uh, at-large is whatever's going to be, 35, whatever it's going to be, then I want to know who's playing the best right now. What you did on November the 7th, November the 10th, November the 14th, November the 12th. No, man, I, that's crazy.
1: And the case for the Big Ten over the ACC, a lot lies in, well, you're not allowed to mention that the ACC won the Big Ten Challenge, but it was early in the season. So how how is Clemson being penalized for losing two of their first five games of the season when that energy is not being kept with multiple other teams across the nation? I just feel like it's a double standard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, now, to, throughout all that, my final point. These are the goalposts that we move. Because of who we support, an NC State fan has a legitimate argument. A Clemson fan has a legitimate argument. A North Carolina fan has a legitimate argument. same way Oklahoma State, same way Arizona State, same way that Wisconsin, same way Penn State, Pittsburgh, um, you know, all those teams have arguments for and against, but that's why they're on the bubble, because they're for and against. No one's arguing for or against Kansas getting the tournament. No one's arguing for or against UCLA because they're, they're in, obviously. So that's why you're on the bubble, and 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 for every the person that points out on all those teams, the positives, they're right about those positives, they're right, and for everyone who argues those negatives, they're right about those negatives. Where that weight goes, I don't know. Short break, much more on the other side. Delvin, hang on, coming to some phone calls right after this.
3: Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience, so to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the '90s.
2: Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm the cute one here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The
3: only thing
1: I
4: love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be here.
1: Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. Liberty,
4: liberty, liberty,
3: liberty. One day, your Honda, Acura, Lexus, or Toyota is gonna need an oil change. And there's that question, where do I take it? Before you make that decision, ask yourself what you're getting. Do they test drive your vehicle? Do they rotate your tires? Do they glance at the brakes? Or remove the tires and provide an exact measurement of your brake pads? What about suspension? Fluids? At First Class Halt, an oil change means so much more than routine maintenance. Come experience the difference. FirstClassHalt.com, your dealership alternative in Anderson and Greenville.
5: Okay, Tiger fans, let's review. You now know that a water-furnace geothermal system doesn't rely on the weather like solar energy systems do. It lasts twice as long as an ordinary air conditioner. It saves you up to 70% on heating, cooling, and water heating costs. And Blue Ridge Electric co-op members enjoy the strongest rebates and tax credits in the nation. It doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Just go to ClemsonGeo.com for more information. That's ClemsonGeo.com. There are two types of to-do's, to-do's you wanna-do and to-do's you gotta-do. Hopping on your coyote tractor to plow a little patch of heaven on your land is a wanna-do. But flossing before the dentist so they don't suspect flossing is a never-do? That's a gotta-do. For all the to-do's you wanna-do, check out the many models of hard-working coyote CS, CX, and CK tractors. For the gotta-do's, well, godspeed. Coyote, we dig dirt. See BRB Trading Post in Greer or Stack Equipment in Anderson for more information.
3: As your business grows, your company will need workwear like jackets, caps, scrubs, tees, and sweatshirts. Your local provider is ACD Sports in Easley, offering full-service embroidery and screen printing for businesses like yours. From Carhartt jackets to Richardson caps, Nike polos, or Bella Canvas, ACD Sports is your go-to partner to make your crew look great. ACD Sports will work for you and your business in Easley on 123 by Chick-fil-A. Online at ACDSports.com for more info. You can spend the new year on the water. Clemson Marina is here to get your family into the boat you have always wanted. Whether it's a 23 Triton fishing boat or one of our other great brands or models, we have you covered. At Clemson Marina, our certified techs will keep your Triton fishing boat running smoothly all season long. We also offer boat rentals, on-the-water dining at the grill, and a hassle-free boating alternative at Freedom Boat Club. Clemson Marina, your authorized Triton boat dealer.
4: Let's hear from another happy Ph.D. client, Don Munson. Back in May of
6: 2022, I walked through the doors of Ph.D. weighing 168 pounds and looking for help to lose 20 pounds. Now, you say, what's 20 pounds? Well, I have two words for you. Visceral fat. I know I had no idea what visceral fat was either, but it's the fat that gathers around your belly, and more importantly, around your heart and other organs. It's not good stuff, but Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff at PhD gave me the tools to start clearing visceral fat from my body in a way that was organized, healthy for me, and most importantly, easy. Alright, so how many pounds did you drop? But in 100 days, I was down over 20
4: pounds. Yeah, I think most people are assume- Assume that you're going to lose the weight and go through the motions and then put it right back on. That's not what PhD's about. You drop the weight quickly, and because you've learned how to feel better and you've got the tools to be successful, you keep the weight off in the maintenance phase, which is free as a part of the program. For more information on why they're different, go to myphdweightloss.com.
2: Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back?
1: Yeah,
6: that's what the script says.
2: So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back.
3: Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match.
1: What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Candy Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix
3: it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com.
5: Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
6: Live, local, trusted. With the largest coverage in the upstate. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where every day is game day.
0: Sleep, engineersleep.com. Man, I love my engineer sleep bed. I, I think our engineer sleep bed is is um as good as it gets. It's it's really one of the best things that happen to us. Um whenever I get in my engineer sleep bed, um I, I, I'm like a baby, man, I fall asleep so fast, and uh that alarm goes off very early in the morning. Boy, I hate getting out of it. We love it. We we thought it was one of the best decisions we made so affordable compared to high-end mattresses, which is better than a high-end mattress you can have out there. And uh, let them talk to you about gimmicks. We're lucky to have them here locally. This is, this is where, you know, like lobster is more accessible and easier and cheaper in the Northeast. Well, because Engineer Sleep is a, it's a national manufacturer. Like they make the, for the real housewives. They make for NBA players. They make for the Green Bay Packers. Like they make all these beds for all these like big-time people. But it's made right here in Greenville. So take advantage of that. It's our lobster industry right here at Engineer Sleep. Go by and see them. Test it out. Engineer Sleep. EngineerSleep.com. Hey, can I do a quick win game with you for the ACC tournament and then we'll get these two phone calls? Sure. Today, Syracuse and Wake Forest? Wake. Agreed. Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech today?
1: Hit in a game that's closer than people Totally agree I was going to say they're going to call me a madman and pick Georgia Tech. No, but I agree. Think I, I get it. I, I get th- it. That seven-point spread seems pretty steep in my eyes.
0: I agree with that. I, I think Georgia Tech might have something for them, but I'm going to go to Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I'll go Pitt.
0: Pitt Boston College, North Carolina?
1: <laughs> Mickey, they're going to kill me. I think Boston College is going to win.
0: I don't. I'm going North Carolina, and I don't think it's going to be close. And then Virginia Tech and NC State?
1: Um, I'll take Virginia Tech. But what I will say, Boston College – only has a chance if Post plays. He didn't play yesterday. If Quentin Post plays, I think they keep the game competitive. What's
0: I don't know what his issue
1: is. Uh, he's no been he, just a, a lingering injury. He didn't play yesterday. They ended up rallying against Louisville. If he plays, they have a chance because he's their only answer for Baycott. If not, UNC big.
0: All right, and you think Virginia Tech? I think Virginia Tech beats NC State tonight. I, I, I think my young out coach is Kevin Keats today. Agree. So then tomorrow we have Miami and Wake Forest. Miami. Agreed. Duke and Pittsburgh. Duke. Agree. Duke, big, big. Um, Virginia versus the Boston College or North Carolina. We split on that, and I said North Carolina. You say? Well, you say North Carolina in on that one. North yeah. Carolina, Virginia.
1: I'll take Virginia.
0: I think North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Uh, and Clemson versus Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech. I'll take Clemson. I agree. Semifinals, Miami and Duke. I'll take Duke. Agreed. Clemson and. You got Virginia, you got North Carolina. I'm
1: taking Clemson over Virginia.
0: You are going to to the championship game, Clemson? Yeah. And Duke. I'm gonna go North Carolina.
1: Yeah. And then I'll take Duke over Clemson, fairly large in the in the rematch in the final with Roach. I think they probably get a, get Clemson by 15 plus.
0: I think Duke makes North Carolina in the finals. Okay. But but hey man, we both
1: have Duke winning the finals. It would
0: be the third time in Clemson basketball history they need to make that they, they make it to the ACC uh, tournament championship game. And that brings me to my next point. Justin and Delvin, hang on. I promise I'm coming straight to you. But my next point is, I talk about the mindset around here a lot, with basketball a lot, and how you got to expect more a lot. Faxon, I'm going to ask you two questions to get to a hypothesis. Is this one of the best teams Clemson's had in, in recent years? I think this is the best team
1: Clemson's had since 2018.
0: Is the ACC having one of its worst years?
1: I think we would all agree, yes.
0: I'll continue down the line of questioning here, uh, Your Honor. Uh, the Clemson going to double by. and only has to win three games in three days. Yeah, this this is,
1: I think I see where you're headed. This is probably Clemson's best chance in the last two decades to win the ACC
0: tournament. Then, then start thinking and expecting and wanting and start talking ACC championship. This team can win this league. This team can win this tournament. And forever, look, like, I got to tell you. When Phil Force is North Carolina, Clemson can't win it. When Michael Jordan's at North Carolina, when James Worthy and Sam Perkins is North Carolina, Clemson you can't, can't win, win, it. win it. When it's Leitner and and, and even though Clemson beat Leitner, this guy. when it when it's uh, Will Jaworski's guy, man, you can't win against Duke. When when even when it's
1: Jalil Okafor, Justice Winston, right, right. Even recently, you can't, can't beat, beat those, those guys.
0: guys. Like the cyborgs, you can't beat those guys. When, when Ralph Sampson was at Virginia, you can't win it. But I don't see Ralph Sampson right now, and I don't see Michael Jordan right now. I don't see James Worthy or Perkins. I don't see like this. I don't see Mount Everest. Usually, Clemson basketball comes into a Mount Everest situation. and We don't have enough Sherpas. I don't see Everest. So, so go up there with the idea of
1: let's win the tournament.
0: Let's cut down some nets. Let's bring their scissors with us. and Let's cut down some nets. And, and let's, let's bring this thing home. Six five four roar Justin, thanks for hanging on so long. How you doing this morning? Good. How are you, me? Fantastic. I just want to
2: talk about some of this college basketball stuff. My problem when it comes to all our advanced stats and all is they wind up contradicting themselves. I mean, you go, you say, well, West Virginia has lost all these games against good teams. They're losses. Clemson can only beat the people on their schedule. And at some point, the head-to-head has to matter. I could understand, you know, Pitt, Clemson beats Pitt on the road. It could be a fluke maybe. But NC State's had two tries to beat Clemson, and they've got blown out both times. It hasn't even been close. And we still want to give NC State the benefit of the doubt, and say, well, their losses are better. I mean, when when is head-to-head going to matter in the, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things? Do games just not count? I mean, if that's the point, Let's just start at the beginning of the season, put sixty-four teams in the tournament
0: and play it out. It's a very good point, except for one thing. But but yes, head to head should matter. And and let's be clear about this. That NC State is only two and six in quad one games. NC State Clemson's four and three. So NC State and Quad one and Quad twos, NC State is seven and nine. Clemson is seven and five, so against the better teams and head-to-head, Clemson is better. The only argument, therefore, is the wins. I mean, losses don't matter. That's true when you're trying to argue for the strength of schedule. The one advantage that NC State has over Clemson is that they're fifteen and zero in Quad three and Quad four games, and Clemson is fifteen and four. So Clemson, the the one biggest thing besides the strength of schedule, is that the Clemson has four really bad losses that are hurting them and NC State doesn't have those bad losses. NC State didn't lose to Louisville when they played Louisville and NC State didn't lose to Georgia Tech and NC State didn't lose to, I mean, not Georgia Tech but the, you know, the bottom of the league in there a little bit and and, and obviously South Carolina, Loyal Chicago is what hurts the there. NC State didn't lose to Boston College so the bottom line is like the the wins, yes, head to head should matter, 100% and the only <laughs> argument State has besides besides that is that, that Clemson just has bad losses and State doesn't but it's a good point very good point. Just appreciate the phone call. So, if you're arguing the losses, I look you. You get some credit for playing a tough schedule. I mean, NC State played Kansas, and they lost only by six, but they lost. And Clemson would have lost to Kansas this year. That's really the only out of conference one in there. That's the major one. You know, you look at they beat Furman. But with that said. Um, The head-to-head should matter if you're comparing just Clemson and just NC State. You agree with that? I mean, what else is there besides the head-to-head? Yeah, I mean. Except for, look, you wouldn't want to do this. You can't argue. Louisville beat Clemson split with Clemson. You can't argue with head-to-head with that. No. But you can argue if you're comparing the resumes of who gets in and who's a higher seed. If Clemson won the next two games and is in, then as far as who gets a higher seed, yeah, I think head-to-head really matters. Yeah. But, but they don't have a head-to-head with Arizona State. They don't have a head-to-head with Oklahoma State. So then you've got to go to all the other parameters. They do have a head-to-head against Penn State. They do.
1: And, they and I, think that should, I think that should – because I've seen multiple national people say, well, that doesn't
0: matter. No, I matters. disagree. That does matter. I think that matters. And comparing those two against each other, that, yeah, should that should matter. That should matter. That should be the number one thing that matters. If, you're, if you've got it down to those two, then they settled that. That's why they played that game. Justin makes a very good point with that. Delvin is up next six five four Roar. Delvin, thanks for hanging on, man. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. you guys doing? We are fantastic. Thanks for being so patient with me. If I can't play the net
2: right into the NCAA session, but I don't know what the hell they're doing.
0: Like I don't look. I'm not a net guy. I'm not trying to take up for the net. Um, yes, and, you are, Mickey. No, no, yes, <laughs> no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, no, I'm just no, no, no. I don't with you, man. No. but but I mean, look, the net is what it is. And the criteria that goes into it—that's the reason—is the criteria. I mean, but uh, Mickey, what I don't get is this. I didn't mean to cut you off.
5: No,
0: it's okay. NC State
2: pick will lose to Clemson, and their network can go up. So you telling me you had to have a, you had to have a, you should have lost to Pitt and NC State twice in your network or whatever. Basically, that's what they were saying. And yeah, will going back.
0: Yeah, it is bad when you get more credit for losing to a good team. Than you get for beating a,
2: a, a middle of the Yeah,
0: you want to win, man. You got to win. Well, you, get, you get
2: more credit for losing to a good team than when you beat a good team. Because uh, beat, Clemson beats NC State and they kept going backwards. NC State went forward. You beat that team, but their net record goes up and yours like, go backwards. I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, i got to go back specifically and look at those. And, again, uh, NC State did not have a great year. NC State, we think, is in. But, I mean, there are reasons why NC State is in. And the main reason is that, I mean, if you look at, at the losses, they lost to Kansas, Pittsburgh, Miami, Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia, a bad loss to Syracuse, and Clemson and Duke. Can we, can we agree with that? And, Devin, I appreciate the phone call, man. i got go to get a break. appreciate that. Sure. Can we agree with that at least with NC State? All right, let me, again, NC State is 22 and 9. Here's their nine losses. You tell me if it's a bad loss or not. Kansas by by six, not a bad loss. Pittsburgh by eight, not a bad loss. Miami by seven, not a bad loss. Uh, at Clemson
1: by fourteen, I mean by fourteen is not ideal.
0: No, at but, North Carolina
1: by eleven, not a terrible loss. No, they also didn't have Turquavian. Uh, at Virginia
0: by thirteen. Not a bad loss. At Syracuse by three? Bad loss. I agree. At home against Clemson by 25? Bad loss. And then the Duke, uh, at Cameron by four?
1: The four is a little misleading, but they did. that's not a bad loss regardless.
0: So the point there is, obviously, they had two, you know, their, their losses, their bad losses are home to Clemson and to Syracuse. I mean, they, they beat who they should beat, and they didn't have bad losses. Fair? That's fair enough, yeah. yeah. No, again, I don't think NC State's a great team by any stretch. I'm not trying to argue that they're great. They're, they're a bubble team for a reason, too. But but you can't just say head-to-head is the only thing you're looking at with Clemson. Well, if it just came out of those two, then yes. But there are other factors why NC State is ahead of them. And with that, they did beat North Carolina. And they did beat – let me see who was. As far as their best wins, they did beat Duke. They did beat Miami. So they do have some good wins in there. There's a reason why NC State's slightly ahead of
1: Clemson the net. But text, Texter 653 does make a good point. In the very tournament that we're scrambling to get into, does anything matter except for head-to-head because they're playing head-to-head? Well,
0: yeah, it does matter because when you, you've got, you're not just comparing Clemson and NC State. You're comparing... Boise State and NC State and Pittsburgh and Penn State and Mississippi State and Utah State and Rutgers and Nevada and Ohio, Oklahoma State and Wisconsin, Arizona and North Carolina and Clemson, I mean, all those teams. You can paint all those teams. So you can't have a head-to-head as the one thing, the only thing that matters. I don't think it's the only thing that matters, but I think in a bubble decision, when you're looking
1: at two teams, if they have had play-to-head. two had, teams. Had, yeah, head-to-head. If it's two, if teams, it's yes. two teams,
6: yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Once you get it down to that, like for instance right now, um, Rutgers and Wisconsin- are the the last, Rutgers is the last the second last team in and Wisconsin's the second last team out. All right, let's compare those two. Uh Rutgers is 10 and 10 in the league and 18 and 13 overall. Wisconsin's 9 and 11 to 17 13 Very similar. Well, in the regular season Rutgers and Wisconsin, let me see here. In the regular season they played, I know they played one time, didn't they? thought every Big Ten 10 plays once here. Wisconsin. Uh, Rutgers beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin. And this, that is why Rutgers is slightly ahead of Wisconsin. Anyway, short break. We'll come back. One more open phone line segment. Anything on your mind. Hey, I hadn't talked to any Clemson football. You went to practice yesterday. I need to hear
5: and Childress' thoughts on Clemson football practice right after this. Again today, sitting with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Gary, listener asks Walt, I did not get done what I needed to get done on Medicare during annual enrollment. Is it possible that I have one of those special election periods that I hear you and Gary discussing? Very good question, listener, and do not feel like the Lone Ranger if you did not get done what you needed to during annual enrollment. The simple answer is a
0: strong maybe. Medicare has over 100 special election periods, and it's very possible that you qualify for one or more. Give me a call and we will get into
5: more detail. 864-307-8484. There you go, listener. You may have a strong possibility of SEP, special election period. Just call Gary at 864-307-8484. And remember that Gary will shepherd you through Medicare in the unlikely event that he does not represent a company plan that you're interested in. HTI
3: is hosting a hiring event for temp to hire assemblers at Danfoss and Easley, March 9th from 10 till 2. First shift pay $17 an hour, second and third shift $18 an hour. Candidates will need to pass a background check and drug screening. HTI offers paid time off along with health, dental, and vision insurance. To learn more and RSVP for the Danfoss hiring event, go to htijobs.com slash events. The event is at Danfoss, located at 1407
5: Pelzer Highway in Easley, March 9th, 10 till 2. If you are injured at work, everything seems to go into a tailspin. Medical costs, recovery, losing your paycheck. It all adds up to stress and uncertainty about the future. Find a workman's comp claim on top of everything you're going through is overwhelming. Luckily, Nick Laverty, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help. The consultation is completely free. Nick's here to get the results you deserve. Call today at 864-654-3680 for a free legal consultation. Nick Laverty, Clemson's local attorney, here for you. Get ready to slam
0: dunk those dirty carpets with Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. As the madness of March approaches, it's time to get your home in order. Zero Res uses no harsh chemicals, leaving your carpets safe for your family and your pets. Whether you're hosting a watch party or just need a refresh, the cleaning pros at Zero Res have you covered. Right now, mention my name, Mickey Plowler, at The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Guess who else has jumped on to PhD
4: weight loss and nutrition? It's our good friend Don Munson.
0: Back in May of
6: 2022, I knew I needed to lose a few pounds. I knew because my doctor told me I needed to drop 20. Just like you, I've been hearing about the tremendous results people were having with PhD, and so I became a PhD client. At the first meeting, I knew this was the right decision for me. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff talked over with me my goals, asked me about my eating habits, and then introduced me to their plan for not only weight loss, but for complete wellness. The results had been life-changing for me. In 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds, down several inches in the waist, and loving the way I felt and looked.
4: Glad to see he's seeing the results like I did when I went on PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition last year and lost 24 pounds in just five weeks. If you've been like Donamine, you need to drop 20, 30, even 50 pounds or more, just go to myphdweightloss.com to learn more. One more time, that's myphdweightloss.com Finding great candidates
3: to hire can be like, well, The
6: undisputed Uh, sports talk leader for the Upstate. Let's go
3: now, you blarney!
6: We are 105.5 and 97.5 the roar, where every day is game day.
0: is a Carolina Flooring Specialist. You talk about a product. You talk about a great-looking product. We love it. We love Carolina Flooring Specialist. Call them today, 404-8158. Few people that I know are as solid in their base of their information in their industry and present the way that Tim Worley can present it. This guy has sold thousands and thousands and thousands of families on their best product and they're all satisfied with it you love it uh, the product's amazing Tim Worley gives you the pros and cons of, of what they do and how they do it and the, he'll get an estimate for you and he'll get a date for you to set things up and, and they'll move everything out of your garage and take them one day and they come back in the garage we love it it's our great friends over at Carolina flooring specialists call them today 404-8158 404-8158 so, Faxon, you went to football practice yesterday. Uh, I went on Monday, you went yesterday. I'm not sure, depending on schedules today, baseball and, and uh, me and Drake, what we might want to do and all this kind of stuff. So, we'll see what, what comes out of today. But with that said, um, the single biggest news yesterday, what was the, what was the, the single biggest observation that you had yesterday?
1: Well, that was the first time I'd been practice this year. I didn't get to go on Monday, yeah. um, and I was and, and it's to, a short
0: window. You don't get to see a whole lot. And then yeah, you get a, yeah.
1: But. I was talking to Brad uh, for most of the time, and I was talking to Will Vandervoort, a couple of those guys. And what Brad was telling me was that they did, you know, on Monday they did the tempo drill. Yes, where they're running pretty much like. Tempo offense, you know, get into the line super quick, calling the play. Obviously, there's not full pads and not tackling, uh, for obvious reasons in spring practice, but it's still very game like, very simulation like. Um Brad told me that they did two reps of every set on Monday when you guys did it. Each team only got one rep, but I will say that was that was really fun to to just to watch, you know, yeah. watching the first teamers, the second teamers, and then the third teamers all go up against each other. Um Nothing really stood out amongst that tempo drill. Uh, Nothing major happened. It was pretty run-of-the-mill for the most part. But Klubnick looked good on the first play. and Yeah, I'm allowed to talk about this. I'm 98% sure. But on the first play, Klubnick threw a deep ball up, and I think it was to Antonio Williams, like a 50-yard deep ball. He drew a pass interference. So that was kind of like the biggest play, one of the biggest shots they tried taking down the field. But, you know, just watching Garrett Riley work With the quarterbacks was so encouraging to me because there's such a positive energy amongst the QB room right now. I I really feel like Garrett Riley was the perfect hire from an energy perspective for Clemson And, and that might sound weird to say on a surface level. But I feel like he fits the Clemson mold as what he's trying to do, the way he's trying to do it, and the energy he brings from day to day, day in, day out at practice. And there's a really positive vibe about the pro. I don't know if you got that vibe on Monday, Mickey, but I feel like there's a very positive vibe around the program as a whole right now. Everybody seems super excited to be there to get back into the swing of things. And I was encouraged by what I saw, you know, just on on a surface level, fundamental basis from some of the offensive things.
0: I would agree with all of that. Um, I like watching the the younger guys because it's your first time seeing them. Vasina is a big man. Uh, he is legitimate six four, six five, two hundred fifteen pounds. And he's big. Yeah, he's a big kid. He's lost, but there, uh, there's it's a good piece of clay. Yeah, is what that one is. Um, I thought that Noble Johnson's much bigger than I thought he's going to be.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, they were going through – he was going through some uh, just 60% drills with Grish. Yeah. But, like, dude, he is going up and, like, spearing the ball out of the – he reminds me a lot more of the big-body prototype receivers that we yes. saw. And I'm not going to make any unfair comparisons for an 18-year-old kid because that would not be putting a fair pressure on him. But what I will say is he fits the prototype of a Mike Williams. He fits the prototype of a T. Higgins where – his skill set is see ball, attack ball, go yeah. get ball in the air. And he's huge. You're big, right with big that. Big guy. Big guy.
0: Reed, Owens, and Sewell on the offensive line are massive kids. Yeah. Uh, Parker is a much bigger kid than I thought. TJ Parker. Yeah. And then, man. Pee Woo and, and Green and Burley, those guys are men right now. Yeah. Uh, I thought Anderson was a long, lanky kid. Uh, Creighton was a totally different-looking linebacker. Uh, I, I thought that Lewis and Webb looked good. Again, you know, it's just as a freshman that, that I got a chance to see for the first time there. With that said, good news is it's big-bodied, and there's a lot of superstars. I mean, the, the, the Trotters and the Carters and the Wiggins and the – Again now Xavier Thomas, who knows what you get at him, but the the Tyler Davises and and, and Rook and I mean, some of those guys, you, you get some some All American, All Conference type of bodies. Shipley and Maffa, um, Antonio Williams and Randall. I believe in those guys. With that said, uh, one of the high ranking Clemson athletic department officials came up to me at the end. He goes, "All right, you've been here for 15 minutes. Tell me what you thing." And I said, "We're going to book your book your flight to Houston because everything." Just joking. You know, going to the national championship game. No, but on a serious note. There are things that look better than some of those teams. Again, these these young defensive linemen remind you of the Wilkinses and the Lawrences and those kind of bodies, and these, these linebackers look – I think the linebackers look better. Carter and Trotter, to me, look better than maybe some of the national championship teams, so you, you get some of that. I'm a little
1: concerned about the secondary. That's my only, only concern on the roster on paper right now would be the secondary. Tell me why. And I think it's just because – Makuba was not as good as anyone expected him to be last year. I agree with that. And Dabo pointed to, well, he didn't have his body in the right place. I think that Wes was playing him a little out of position. He was being asked to do a lot of things that I don't think accentuate his skill set. And what I will say is I think Wiggins is going to have a really good year. Um, and I think Toriano Pride is going to emerge as the CB2 this year. I'm really high on Tory long-term as well. But if there is a weakness that I would point to on paper for this roster as of right now, I would say that it would be in the secondary just because of how inconsistent it was at times last year.
0: I'm going to go a different position. But to your point, the secondary did not play very well last year. No, not at all. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because Jones was hurt much of the year. Green missed most of the year. Oliver's out. He wouldn't have been a big factor. Uh, Lucas and Pride were true freshmen. So uh, at, at corner, you're more concerned about safety or corner? I think I'm more concerned about safety than corner. I don't disagree with that either. But Wiggins, Jones, Pride, Lucas, Green, that's four guys I think I can count on. I like the young kids, too, in, in, in the two that aren't there yet, Stroger and Terrell. Um, and then Lewis, man, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm high on Lewis. Maybe he's more of a nickel than than a corner. With that said, Phillips is solid, not spectacular at one safety, and he's out for the spring. Makuba's bigger. He's got to have a better year. He had a bad year last year. Let's just call it like it is. Mickens was was solid, I thought, for the most of last year. Koval has a chance, and I think his role increases. But the problem last year was, that McCoob was hurt a lot of the year. Venables was out a lot of the year, um, and you just got to get healthy back there. I think there's there's answers there. To me, the one area that does not look the same. And, and by the way, that was in the national championship, so that was Muse and Wallace. And it's not like those guys were you know all Americans or anything. To me, the wide receivers still don't look like T Higgins and Justin Ross and and across the board and Martavius Bryant's and the Mike Williams's and the the Nuke Hopkins and Sammy Watkins. Well, they're like, not. Right, I have hope for Williams, Antonio Williams. I have hope for Adam Randall.
1: I'm t- you know who looked really good
0: again yesterday, Mickey? Cole, Cole Turner. Turner. Yeah, Cole Turner. I-, I have hope that Collins gets healthy. The bet, the best version of Collins, Turner, Noble Johnson, Randall, Williams. I'm, I'm hopeful that you get something finally out of Stilato, That Spectre gets you know a little more consistent. That Taylor's healthy that Hannafin and Kelly come in and, in the fall and, or in summer can maybe add a little bit there, that, that Brown is maybe a guy. But but in the end, it's not what it used to look like there. Yeah. It's just not. Now, and again, you're comparing it to the best of the country.
1: You're comparing it to first-round NFL draft picks. Right.
0: Texture asks, how do the punters look? And this is something we do get to see a lot of because they do go over special teams. The very first thing they do do. on the field is they go over over punting and and place kicking.
1: I will say, first thing, um, and I'm pretty sure it was like this yesterday because I saw a couple people tweet about it. Punt returner one as of right now, and maybe it's just a practice thing. They had Will Shipley out there with the ones returning punts.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: And number two, I thought the punters looked pretty good. I didn't get an extended look at the kickers. I saw another text ask about the kickers. I thought the punters looked pretty good. There were there was quality hang time on all the punts I saw. But, yes, that is the first thing they do is they come out and they rep the punt team and punt returning. And yesterday, Will Shipley was taking punt returns with the ones.
0: What I noticed in the punters is, and Swanson and Smith are your, are your two that's vying for the job. What I noticed in the punters is that Smith's and Swanson's average kicks look very similar. But on their better kicks that Smith has...
1: Smith looks a lot, but yeah, yeah. I, I I was going to say that I think this is the year where Smith wins the job. I think he's going to be locked in, and I think that he provides a great. I was going to say the exact same thing, a greater ceiling. Yes, when he's totally at his agree. his best, is a lot better than Aiden Swanson's best. Now, Aiden Swanson might be more consistent, but for punt, I would like more of a risk reward. I think I think that Smith's going to end up being the job. Now, Mickey, call me crazy. Would it be crazy to say we see multiple punters
0: this year? No, you know, look, it might, that battle might continue. We'll see. Yeah. But, but you've got two options there. You've got two scholarship guys there, so you've got to get something out of that. Right. And punting has to improve. I don't think there's any question about that. We're talk some Georgia football with Dane Young, talk some PGA Tour with Andrew Oliphant with, with Facts of Children's Mickey Plot. We'd love for you to return for a very busy hour number three right after a very short top-of-the-hour break. WCCP
6: FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar.